InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Can complaining at your job actually make things better? Our next guest has the answers. He's the founder of BNI, the world's largest business networking organization, Ivan Meisner, Ph.D., well, let's get right to it. Seems like a lot of people just like to complain. How can complaining at work make the workplace better? Well, look, complaining sometimes feels like an Olympic event. You know, people complain as though it's an Olympic event. By the way, it's not. I've checked. It's not. But particularly when there's a project, there's a specific thing that needs to get done. People are going to complain whether you like it or not. And you can either help manage that process or it can happen behind your back, in which case they're going to be passively resisting and quietly criticizing. So what's better is to try to bring some of those people in to hear them in the group of people that are dealing with an issue. I had one friend of mine call them the barking dog list. You know, who are the barking dogs? Who are the people that are going to be barking and you better get them engaged in the process, otherwise they're going to be doing it behind your back. So you advocate what you call a complaining meeting, where everybody's pulled together and they just let it all out. Yeah, well, you know, it always depends on the situation. But yes, there are situations like that where it's very important that you let people vent. And I call it listen till they drop, which is let them talk and complain so much. Not only let them complain, but write it down. Get a flip chart. Wallpaper the entire room with their complaints, which seems crazy. But the truth is that if you let them complain until they get so tired that they don't want to complain anymore, they're much more open to listening to productive solutions to address the issue. That makes perfect sense. If a boss says, tell me everything you hate... That actually could lead to some innovation, right? Some new ideas. Oh, it absolutely does. As a matter of fact, in the book, that's exactly what happens in the story. That's exactly what happens. The boss lets everyone vent for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours of venting. And at the end of it, they are literally so tired, they're ready to listen. And it led to some amazing innovation in the story that is interwoven throughout every chapter in the book. And the book is The Third Paradigm, A Radical Shift to Greater Success. And we're talking with the author, Dr. Ivan Meisner. How do you develop a conversation style if you're not that type of person? Well, it's pretty easy. Well, it's never easy. It's pretty straightforward that if you want people to be able to vet, you got to just shut up and listen. And in the story, which is a true story, by the way, Richard recognizes that some of the things that are going to be brought up are really stupid and not relevant and not even accurate. And the worst thing that he could do is argue with the people that are bringing it up. So instead, there's just basically two or three responses that he has, which is, thank you, tell me more, or I didn't understand that, explain that. And that's it. And Richard had to keep telling himself, shut up mentally shut up <laughs> just write it down let people vent and the whole concept there is you, you listen until they get so tired that you have a plan in place and in this particular case it was let's triage this list pick the top 10 things that need to be addressed and then the next 10 and then the next 10 and by doing that it got everybody on board with a solution because if all we do is focus on the problem we become 
experts at the problem. But we have no solutions. The key is about finding solutions. I once worked in an office and there was one fellow, it was a big open office, and he complained bitterly, constantly about everything. But I kind of saw him as a lightning rod that kind of channeled everybody else's anger away. And he put the complaints out there and he took the heat for it. But everybody else, I think, benefited from it. Yeah, that can happen sometimes. You can also have people that complain so much that it just brings down the whole team. So there's a balancing act in there between, you know, allowing somebody to complain so much that it brings down the team or allowing people to complain within guidelines, within boundaries, so that it doesn't become just a complaint fest, but an opportunity to share opinions in a structured environment. The problem is the quietly criticizing and passively resisting issue, that when people do that, they become a challenge within an organization. You need to know what their concerns are up front. And that's an important aspect, but you don't want them to just constantly focus on the problem. And that's part of the idea of co-creation is you get people to focus on solutions. I got it. I understand the problem. You've been really clear. Thank you. Now, let's solve the problem. Our guest is Dr. Ivan Meisner, and we're talking about his book, The Third Paradigm, A Radical Shift to Greater Success. You talk about advantages of getting rid of competition among employees, so employees aren't competing with each other. Could you talk about that a little bit? Well, that applies particularly to communication, because it's really easy for people to compete in terms of their ability to communicate the concerns that they have. And so the communication strategy that we talk about in the book is seven really important points. One is everyone gets to speak. Everyone. So the person leading a co-creative process should allow people to talk as they would like, but then go around the room and make sure everyone, even the introverts, have a chance to communicate. So that's one. Two, everyone respects. You have to respect their position. Whether you agree with it or not, you have to respect it. You can disagree without being disagreeable. That's a really important concept. Three, everyone has got to be patient because co-creation is a muddy mess and a thing of beauty. It holds both places at the same time. And in order to be a thing of beauty, you got to be patient and let people talk. Everyone's got to be honest. That's number four. Five, everyone has to be transparent. And that's different. It's related to honesty, but it's different. You know, you can be honest, but not completely transparent. And you can be transparent, but not point out issues that are problems. And so they're related, but different. Number six is everyone has to build safety and trust. You have to feel safe. There has to be trust in communication. And number seven, everyone has to commit 100% to the co-creative process. Those are the seven key elements of a communication strategy of co-creation. There's that old expression about one bad apple spoils the whole barrel. Is it helpful to, if there's one employee that you just could never bring around, to just let them go before you start this process of innovation? Yeah, I mean, you want to try and keep your team together, but sometimes there are people that are just not a good fit. I call that addition by subtraction. Sometimes, if you really want to build up a team, you have to pull the team back. That is, you have to cut in order to grow. That's like a rose bush. You've got to cut it back to have it bloom. So there are cases where you do cut back a team in order for the team to bloom. That said, you don't want to cut everyone who disagrees with you. 
because then you just have yes men, yes women who are just agreeing and that's not good either. So there's got to be a balancing act. But yeah, like I've met people that were just absolutely impossible to deal with and it's best to cut those loose. From the employee standpoint, from the members of the team, what are some things or something that they should never complain about? I don't think there's anything that they should never complain about. The complaining needs to be productive. That is, I shouldn't complain about you behind your back. That's not productive. If I have a complaint or an issue, I should talk to you about it. And if that doesn't work, then I should talk to you and our supervisor together about it. But one of the things that I've always believed is that if people stop complaining to you, you're no longer leading. They're going around you. And so it's okay to complain, but I always get, you know, what's the solution? I get it. You know the problem. Now let's talk about the solution. And the solution, in the bigger scheme of things, involves what we call the four no's of co-creation. And that's no as in K-N-O-W, the four no's. You got to know the right focus. You got to know the right process. You got to know the right communication. And you got to know the right execution. And so when you know the problem, which comes before the four no's, when you understand the problem, then you got to agree on the focus, the process, the communication, and the execution. And when you do that, magic happens. The book is The Third Paradigm, A Radical Shift to Greater Success, and the author, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Ivan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks. It was great talking to you again. Next, many seniors have no health insurance coverage. That story coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 